Hello, world. It's your Pan-African World Diaspora Champion, Trish Adora, and I'm hanging with the guys at Heels, Pops, and Chair Shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, you still there? I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots Wrestling's Entertainment Champions. Mr. PCF and the villain are here tonight, and I'm actually excited, man. We got ourselves one of the most wonderful and talented women of this sport joining us today, guys. A former GCW champion, but currently the Pan-African World Diaspora Champion, the Afro-Punk, Trish Adora. How you doing tonight? Hey, how are y'all? There she is. On fire, baby. How's is that heavy? Cause you've been carrying that for a minute. You gotta carry that around. <laughs> I know, I know. My camera is sorry, my camera is messing up a little bit, y'all. But yeah, it's a little, little heavy. Oh man, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful title. I love it. Um, you've talked already a lot about your energy and. How it feel, but but I have to ask again, right? How does it feel holding that title and what it represents? It's like the coolest thing in the world, you know. Um, I want to say sometimes you forget, and then every once in a while you'll kind of have those moments where you'll remember. You know, you'll kind of be at a show and somebody will be like, "Oh, you know, one of your peers will say like, oh, like I really dig your work. I'm like happy that something like this exists, and you know, all that stuff." And then I'm like, oh, okay, so I am making a difference. Sometimes it just feels like I'm just going to the show and I'm going home and I'm going to sleep and I'm waking up and going to training. But, like, there's actually a ripple effect. There's actually some things that are being affected by this. So it's, it's pretty cool. You just said, like, people going up to you. And, and uh, Is there anybody that has come up to you that has said, you know, something to you to that effect that, that really, like, stands out? That you're like, oh, my God, like, this person, like, really – really you know has some nice nice things to say <laughs> yeah so um at mania i got to meet jazz uh finally yeah so oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so that was really cool and um we just got to chit chat for like a minute or two and she was actually very happy to work with me she wanted to work with me she was like i'm inspired by her work you know and she is inspired by mine and she considers me a peer and that's kind of crazy. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. So I, it's just so interesting. I, I don't even have words for that. It's just. Wow. Nice. Just really they, they say that they say never meet your heroes, but when you get starstruck like that, man, and somebody like jazz, um, I know is going to probably uh, make you get in the feels and all that. You've done quite a lot of work though. You, you're, you you've put in some some work. You you got your background speaks so athletically that uh, capoeira. You you've done you played rugby. Like, like talk to me about those things, man. Because because you're very athletic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't really play any sports or do much growing up. So. Um, I made a point to like once I could make the choice like in my adult life to kind of just try some things that I always want to try. So that's why a lot of those things ended up happening. And honestly, they lend a lot to my wrestling now. So I'm very happy 
to have, you know, played rugby. I'm very happy, very thankful for Capoeira. My studio closed down uh, because of COVID. So that's pretty unfortunate. Oh, so I'm a little damn, displaced. Wow. So, yeah. So until I figure something out. So anybody in Washington, D.C. that knows a good Capoeira spot, <laughs> hit up Trish. For real, DMV, like Maryland, Virginia, I'm willing to, like, travel a little bit. So just anything to kind of stay in shape. I enjoyed the camaraderie, you know. It's really cool. So uh, has How how bad has um has, has COVID affected things for you? I mean, like, work-wise, I mean, have you been uh... – other, other I, I, want, I wanted to ask you also about your mess, your WrestleMania weekend work, but other other than that, have you been getting other bookings, or has that co- interfered a lot in your bookings? Well, uh, yes and no. I feel like it's some type of mixed blessing or like a blessing in disguise because uh, right. Uh, so I won the belt in February of last year, 2020, and um, the next month everything kind of shut down. And all the bookings just kind of like disappeared. And I got really nervous. I lost both my jobs. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I was just planning to move out. And um, I was trying to like buy a car. And I just got like super ambitious. And this just kind of really just messed everything up. So it kind of forced me to reevaluate everything. I just kind of took a hard look at everything and was like, okay. So I was working pretty often. And now that I'm not going to be working at all, <laughs> what can I, what are going to be some of the things that I can hone in on that maybe I've been missing up until this point because I've been working, you know? So I was like, all right, so I'm a social media kind of stuff, <laughs> you know? So let me get a little more intentional with how I use social media and maybe right. I'll be able to grow, you know, mm-hmm. because that's kind of the whole point. I would like to grow my audience. So <laughs> if I could work on being more intentional about that and growing my audience, then I would say I could use, I could call this time a victory instead of just saying that I've lost everything. So um, I really mentally checked myself up a little bit. Um, and that's kind of an ongoing thing. But this past year, I really prioritized that. So I feel really good about that. I'm able to just kind of sit with myself, you know, spend some time with my family because he hasn't been doing that, you know. Um Honestly, it's so funny. I started up some new hobbies that I never thought that I would start. Really? Nice. Um, yeah, cool. I started uh, playing chess. My little brother actually taught me how to play chess. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. This guy yeah. loves playing chess. He's yeah. awful, but he loves losing. <laughs> I'm still stuck on yeah. checkers. I love losing at chess. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you know, online, they're brutal. Playing chess online, those people are no joke. <laughs> um I understand that, no, but um, it's actually just it, it's sharpened my worldview altogether, really. So I'm thankful to have had the time to be able to do all those things that are so important. And the best part is I'm able to grow because of those things. So I'm kind of like, all right, that's like a double win. Not only yeah. did you know I make use of my time, but I've made use of my time and it's paying off like in dividends. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Trish, I, I wanted to ask you, so let's take it back a little. Let's rewind. Um, okay. So how old were you when you came into the world of wrestling, when the first time you laid eyes on wrestling and you fell in love with it? Ooh, I had to be like a kid. I remember like just maybe, I remember just like crowding around the TV with like my brothers and stuff. 
just kind of like wondering what's going on, like being a little confused about what I was seeing because like I saw an audience and I saw like what I thought was like a boxing ring. So I'm like, okay. And then <laughs> and there's like Nitro Girl. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and then like, I, like the, the most vivid sound ever is just like the sound of the WCW ring. Like and just hearing that, like that sound of like yeah. the mat. I just remember yes. that so vividly. Yes. It's some of like my earliest memories. I just, um, Sting and DDP were like some of my favorites growing up. Yes. Um, I dug the cruiserweights and then, you know, uh, a little bit of ECW women's wrestling. And uh, okay. WWE, um, I thought they were super cool. Um, funny enough, the women were all so different, but I really felt like I could see myself in all of them. Funny enough, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I felt pretty connected to them in their own way. So I gravitated to that feeling of wrestling. Nice, oh, nice. Awesome. Uh, and, go ahead, Mischief. Uh, and, and to pick back off of that, when was the moment that you're like, I can do that? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Jacqueline versus Trash. That's that's when I was oh, like, right. oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of, it was like really the first time I saw like a black woman wrestler, wrestler guy, and it'd be, viewed under a serious lens, not really under that, uh, you know, that comedy lens sometimes that they put women's wrestling or that, uh, into mixed gender wrestling, you know, right. how they put it under that lens. Like a gimmick or whatever. Like or comedy. Yes. Yeah, very gimmicky. So, or yeah. hammy, maybe I'll just say that. But, um, this was taken seriously. I thought that was so cool. It's a very, uh, you know, short couple matches, but they, they make sense. They, they're psychologically sound. They make sense. And they're cheering for a black woman, which I thought was really cool. So. That's awesome. Oh, dope. And, that, and currently you are in the ROH dojo, are you not? Yes, I do train under the ROH oh, dojo. Nice, yes. nice. But um, I, have a, I have a good word that you came from the 3D school, right? The school of... of, yeah. of, of how many tables you had to break to get there, though? Talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no table. So, no. No, no. All right. That's day one. Day one is a 3D. Two tables. I'm to a table, and I'm just like, you know what? Zevon, no. get the table. I love <laughs> that. Like, to get into the advanced class, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, I love that. Like. Your your story of, of like falling in love with like the possibility of wrestling involves like I think I could beat up Crash Holly. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, I can do that. <laughs> no, Vic, go ahead, yo. You did you did say that it, you thought it was cool of the aspect of of a woman and a man mixing it up and then taking it seriously. Oh, I love that you said that because that brings me to my next point with you. You went 60 minutes with Tony Depp and talk to me about that experience yeah. and talk to me how that went because uh, it was an amazing, amazing match. Holy crap. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate everybody watching and all like the feedback I've gotten. Uh, thank everybody so much. I just wanted to take a second to, to do that. Um, I feel like with each match, I move the needle somewhat in some way I'm hoping <laughs> at least in my own world. I am. So I'm hoping that 
reciprocates. Um, I really do feel like that match really like changed the trajectory of my career. Definitely. Um, I look back at that match fondly, <laughs> you know, I go back and I watch it and I'm just like, holy crap, or I'm still just kind of like, <laughs> sometimes like looking at myself go through that. I still just kind of like, I, I, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. I'm still just like, I get so caught up in it. It is so funny. So it's, it's like really it's no so mental correctness. Like how like you I can Alright, yeah, you you really can't. Um and it all happened so fast and the way it happened too. And and the whole thing. So I just you know, I, I responded to a tweet and everything just happened, you know? And thing you know, you were in the ring. And the next playing. day and the next day it was all set up and day later we had a graphic and and we had you know, the cause with everything, um, with our respective charities. So it was just, it all just came together so beautifully. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really happy to have been able to do that under the Beyond banner as well. You know, happy to have that debut for them. You know, that was a debut for me. So I'm, I'm really happy about, you know, the entire experience. I couldn't even like, I couldn't even figure what to do. I was like, now what am I supposed to do? Do I just, you know, <laughs> and to be honest, you couldn't you couldn't tell it, it, anybody could not tell from what from from the outcome and the result because it looked like you guys moved yeah. and had a chemistry for years, man. Like like you guys you guys were on point with all the spots and it was good. It was good money. How, it, you happy to do it? We were happy to to, to, to see it because, to watch, yeah, to watch yeah. the damn thing. Yeah. Now, now, you you walk around. You have the you have the 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 championship now. The Pan African Championship. That's not a women's title. That's that's just a heavyweight championship. Now you're gonna be in some more intergender matches. How how does that feel? How 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 do you how do you you know how do you expect to, to do? Well, so the plan is to just be open to all competitors. So I do have like a mixed gender mindset as far as my career goes. I um I can understand the importance of wanting to be one way or the other, but for me personally, I've always just kind of, you know, sit right in with the guys, so to speak, you know. I have five brothers. I was the only girl, you know. And everything that I've done, even in the Army, I've always been in, like, a smaller unit. And so I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm never really out of place within a ma any male-dominated arena. So I've never really seen any, I've never put my, put their glass ceiling on me. Cool. You know? I, I, like, so, I like the way you said I that. I like that. Yeah. So I, I enjoy being open to all competitors. I think that that sharpens a lot of my tools. I think that that helps me with my psychology. I think that that helps my overall wrestling. And I'm hoping it overall helps wrestling in some way. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> oh, it most definitely does. I mean, you you look at you look at um, matches like yours, and and they set the they set the standard for for little girls watching at home and, and watching online, and and you know they they look at you like you looked at others, and they will too want to pursue in your footsteps. And with that, I want to ask you. Um, this past couple weekends, uh, we had WrestleMania. We had Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I mean, looking at that match, uh, did you did you watch? Did you did you get to see the Bianca and Sasha? Like, I want I want to know how does that make you, how did that make you feel that that 
that they got to accomplish that 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 stuff. I you know I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy when black women are put in the forefront of anything, you know, especially, you know, this male dominated, this white male dominated. I always make a point to like set that part off. It's just the business that we're all in. So to see places, you know, highlight black women, you know, uh, whether or not they've not been able to, you know, notoriously not been able to do so or, Maybe that wasn't the status quo or what was considered cool. However, it shakes down, you know, I'm just happy they have that platform. That's the platform, you know, when you are a kid, you know, that was the platform to use. So I'm sure that was just, I mean, I can't even imagine how that felt to them. But to see, you know, all the way on the outside looking in, I thought that was like so dope. That's so dope. I love I love seeing, you know, my sisters win. You know, I love seeing. <laughs> yeah, that makes me, no, that makes me happy. I feel like, you know, I feel like um, a lot of wins are like wins for, you know, women's wrestling as a whole. Sometimes, right. You know. And you um, yourself. It, 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 oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm saying it's it's kind of like growing pains, and uh, it's it it was hard reaching that, getting to that point where, you know everyone can win and that's kind of just a life thing honestly you know where it's like everybody can win there is a seat for everyone you know and once i've internalized that i don't really take anyone else's wins personally so i can be genuinely happy for someone that has something to go that's a win for everybody you know and that's their dream coming true anyway you know so right we like to say we like to say everybody eats Everybody yeah, eats. Yeah. Everybody can eat, right? That don't mean that you ain't taking food out of your mouth. You know what yeah. I mean? If nothing, yeah. it's, it's a great opportunity, right? Like you said, it's something that was accomplished that can now be accomplished again, or at least it feels like it can't be accomplished again. You know, so that that's great. I love how you talked about psychology. You mentioned this several times. How important is ring psychology to you? Well, I think it's it's the basis of everything that we're kind of doing. If it, if the, if the whole base story is good versus bad, then that's psychology right there. You know, um, it's like classic cops versus robbers from like the twenties, those old black and white films, even, even they got it, you know, it's, it's the whole psychology of who you want to root for. Or um, even when you build upon that psychology and however the match shakes down, I think psychology is so important and to be able to master how you think about matches or at least get close to that, or at least to even start thinking in that direction, how you put together matches per opponent and how that comes together as a whole and who you are as a competitor, you'll be so much sharper and things will be so much, things will feel so much easier. You know, things will feel like so so much of a better flow for you, you know? That's how I see it personally. Um, have you have you been matched up with somebody and like when you guys are kind of like going through it, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, what are you putting together right now? Because this makes no sense. <laughs> no, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, no. And, right. And, you know, I mean, I don't even know how much of the curtain to pull back or what even to say. But, you know, with respects to that, um, 
usually I feel like there's kind of an understanding with at least my style of wrestling is very technical. So um, the psychology is kind of threaded in the moves that I'm learning and how, how I put them together. So if I'm put in across from someone who's much larger than me, and then the next night I'm put across from someone who is smaller than me, and then the next day I'm put across a luchador, and the next day I'm put across from a brawler, something's going to be alike in each of those matches, you know, because that's what's true to me as the performer. How we act that out is going to be a little different based on each opponent. So I think about it that way. So things flow a little bit more naturally. And I believe my opponents understand that too. <laughs> or they <Yeah>. will. <laughs> they, they better. Oh, I'm putting it on. I'm putting it on. Your mother. So speaking about uh, opponents, Trish, is there any opponents that you love to work with? Any you know what's crazy? That's so funny because, like, I feel no. like a couple weeks ago, I was just. <laughs> I no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I answered this question maybe like a couple weeks ago and some of those matches are happening. So that's just really interesting. Um, <laughs> it actually got announced. I'll be able to work with Lee Moriarty. So I'm very happy about that. And also I'll be working with jazz. So oh, always okay, happy nice. nice. So very, very good. I'm happy to be mixing it up with Kimberly as well. So, nice. um, and I just wrestled high end actually this past weekend at first wrestling which you all should go watch on IWTV. Wow. All right. Yes, please. And if you are a first-time subscriber, please use code AFROPUNK. You get five free days to peep all my matches. You should stay longer, though, so you can watch everybody's stuff and just keep the train going. (laughs) A little plug there, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Plug away, plug away. (laughs) Oh, man. You were talking earlier about... um, how you like to 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 see uh women of color do great and all and and and, and you you're, you yourself have 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 provided match we know you personally from from well we're not we're not uh, allowed to say any specifics but we know you from great women tournaments that gave back to the women's division um from other promotions and, and we did that we did shall not be named you pussyfooting around it damn it <laughs> they will not be named but we know you do great phenomenal work um, what, what, what are you like, what are you excited about that's coming up for you, um, in the immediate future? Let's see. I'm really just kind of like looking through my May and my June. I got my little calendar over here. I keep looking over here. Sorry. I have my calendar. <laughs> no, <do it. laughs> um, I have, uh, a couple of things that I'm excited about. I'm running it back at beyond. So I'm happy to, I'm, I'm happy to work there. So. Uh, they're teaming up with uh, Women's uh, Wrestling Revolution. So pretty happy about that. And so I'll be working with Edith Surreal uh, twice in actually a week. So we'll be able to run that back a couple times for sure. Um, nice. nice. So I'm pretty happy about that one time in Texas. And we'll run it back up in uh, Massachusetts as well. So I feel pretty, pretty happy about that. Um, honestly... I'm happy to get my training prospects situated too. 
because I'm kind of working towards, you know, trying to create some type of big sister program or something like that with a couple of uh, training schools along the coast Uh that I have a good working relationship with at least or that, you know, I feel comfortable at. I would like to try to um, maybe foster some relationships there and begin training and seminars and things like that. So I'm really happy to hopefully be able to give back in that way, at least some time, you know, always always giving back. back. That's important. That's important. We lose a lot of people. It is. A Wounded Warrior alumni, too, right? Talk to me about that. Um, So, yeah, I was in the Army for eight years. Uh, It's a pretty fun time overall, I believe. Uh, I did a deployment (laughs) to Afghanistan in 2012. That's where me and Johnny kind of, like, started to really flesh out kind of some ideas about what this all was going to be around this time. You know, uh, Johnny is the uh, creator of Fight Club. So, so we deployed together in 2012 and he was like, what if there'd be a place where, you know, black wrestlers could go and be X, Y, Z, you know, they can kind of be how they'd like, they can, you know, and I'd be like, well, if you make the place, I'll be a wrestler. And then like, I'll work there and then, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it felt like such a silly idea, kind of. Now that, now that I think about it, it felt like a really silly idea <laughs> as we were talking about it. But um, it messed around and caught fire, and here we are, you know? Oh, so yeah. I'm very thankful because, honestly, without the Army, any of, none of this would have happened. So um, I could say overall I'm very pleased with my level of uh, – service so amazing hell yeah hell yeah you should be girl you you <laughs> did the damn thing did what a lot of people yeah. did. um so and thank you for your service you're absolutely right yes thank <laughs> you for your service um where so where do we go from here for you what is what is trisha Dora's future looking like Dang, I'm like, I'm over here keeping mad secrets, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> I think that I'm going to continue to debut at new places. That's that's kind of the trajectory that I'm on. I would like to continue to debut at like new independent promotions, you know, maybe even hit up the West Coast once it's once it's safe to do so, you know, um. And it's feeling closer to that, and I'll be closer to being fully vaccinated. So, wow. <laughs> um, too, right? yeah. So that'll make things easier for my job. So that's a uh, that's worth it enough there. So um, I'm looking to maybe start to work with companies that have you know TV deals. That would be nice, or are doing something. I'll say that are doing something on TV or that are broadcasting to a large network, you know. I'm trying to make sure all the words make sure I cover everybody. Right, Yeah, I just want to make sure that I can also have something to where I can bring others up too. Um, and something that I can give back, you know. 
So I'm hoping to just keep working, conquer the Indies, you know, <laughs> move the needle one match at a time. Conquer the Indies. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. I, I, I like how you said, like, you're going to cast a wide net. So I'm, I'm going a, I'm to a hook you up here. You know, working on TV has got to feel different. Uh-huh. It's got to be different. How does Trisha Dora up her game to be on TV? What does that look like? <laughs> um, honestly, that looks like getting more reps in. I'm, you know, now I now I train at least 60 minutes, you know, straight. Now I'm like, you know, now that's the at least, you know, now that's baseline for me. So I want to keep making sure that if I consider myself my own standard bearer, that I'm keep, you know, that I keep moving forward. So now it's like I begin to just train more and just ingest more wrestling and make sure that I'm just kind of changing it up each time too. I've started to consume, you know, I, I watch a lot of world of sport, but I'm also watching, you know, some old uh, UWFI. So nice. I had a really good time with that. So mixing those worlds is so interesting and trying to, with respect to those two, Build that into my like wrestling psychology has been Ooh, so much fun. So I'm really, I'm yeah, really yeah. excited about like some stuff that is going to be happening for me this year as it relates to, you know, just new psychology. Nice, yeah. nice. Wow, that's exciting to hear. And um, with the times, uh, quote unquote, improving, uh, hopefully we will get to witness some of that in person, um, moving forward. Um, Trish, we're on TV. Oh, on TV, right. Most definitely on TV, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. We like to end with a lightning round. We call it the round of chair shots. Mischief, why don't you hook her up? You said it right th- this oh. time. Yes. <laughs> Got you. You, you God, said it right. I, was, I get it wrong every episode. I get it wrong, I swear. Every time. Okay. All right, so, Trish, <laughs> lightning round real quick. Okay. First thing that comes to your, he- your yeah, head, right? Yeah. What's your favorite cheat okay. meal? Oh. <laughs> ice cream ice cream oh you gotta tell me flavor Thai iced tea is like one of the best flavors I've ever had Thai iced tea so good I have never had is there a particular brand like cause I've never had it uh, it's one local to the DMV they do ship uh, worldwide though or not worldwide let me not say that to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Liar! Alright, what's uh, your favorite movie? Uh, uh, Liar Liar. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. A nostalgic <laughs> pick. So I need your <laughs> no. One of my favorite movies is Dumb and Dumber because Jim Carrey can do no wrong. So I feel yeah. you. Um, right. See? You see? Uh, was it, what superpower would you have if you could pick one? Hmm. The power of like, maybe to like not control emotions, so to speak, but to like calm somebody. Like the power of like, like a relaxed power, like a, like a, calm like a contact trouble. high power. I like vibe check power. Like a energy power. I'm, I'm going to call sit the fuck down real quick. Bam! Like, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, time, out. time out. I like that answer better than transportation. 
Yo, like every answer better than transportation. Yo, damn near every wrestler says some sort of teleportation or flying. That's true. I'm telling you, get to his book, and hey, that's real. <laughs> Yo, Trish about to change. You see, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the question. I mean, I mean, think, I mean, think about think about how easier it would be to to teleport with a title. Than, than flying with a title. Think about no how TSA. Yeah. No, don't make it change her answer. Think about it. Think about it. Always open the bag. I'm just like, yeah. And they're like, oh, they walk into the gate, and I'm like, yeah, thanks. And I'm like, guys, they're like passing it around and shit. You're like, yo, I got a ghost. Yeah, well, let me take pictures, and I'm like, all right, guys, come on. It's a mission right now. Yo, I take my shoes off. What the hell? All right, um. <laughs> Who would you want to meet, either real or fictional? Someone you want to meet. Mm. Shoot, my my first thought is just Harriet Tubman. Probably the first thought. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Any any We didn't bring questions? up the Harriet Tubman though. I wanted to ask you about that. That's my fault. You have a I love that name. <laughs> um, any questions that you just anything off the top of the head that you would ask her if you saw her? Yo, I would like, I don't know, I think that would be like such just a vibe check. I feel like she would just look at me and give me a little nod, and I'd look at her and I'd give her a little nod. You know, we just like fist bump, you know? We just like we pass each other on our journeys in our own little cyclical universes somehow. That's how I kind of see it. It's just like one of those like, okay. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Um. What is the worst purchase you've ever made? Worst purchase? Jeez, uh, I guess right I'm, I'm looking around at like so many uh, little hobbies that I started that I kind of did. I really thought I was going to be out here collecting coins and uh, I got mad little like piggy jars and little cups and stuff. I'm like, dang, I wasn't going to do that, was I? We'll just say all of it. It sounds like all of it. All of the above. All right. What's the dumbest way you've been injured? That like it's happened, and you're like, I can't believe this took me out. She's like, that's a stupid ass question. That was that one. That one. It's really interesting. It's it's funny because like I didn't want to make two trips up the stairs to my room. And so I thought that I could like carry all my food. And like I had like ramen and like something to drink. And then I had like two other drinks and then like a bag of chips. And I was like, I could just come back. Especially, you know, and I'm like, no, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't. So I'm going up and like, I trip like halfway up because like something's slipping and I'm doing this. And now I'm like trying to figure out what I dropped the noodle on my foot and I slipped and I like banged my knee and I stubbed my toe and I'm just sitting there. Like, everything is like ruined. I dropped my, I had like a little glass of wine. I dropped the wine. I broke the glass. I turned oh. over the noodle. I was like, so I was really disappointed because I was like, well, dang, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> I went to all- nope. <laughs> That's not I how we clean it up. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. I was no, who booked this? Who booked this evening? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what the hell? There's fucking glass yeah. everywhere. I got ramen juice. No, I'm like, 
so upset. So upset. I really like it. I can't help but just laugh at how many cups of water you had. Like cups of liquid you carried for in this scenario. Because I get so ambitious because I'll have a, a ginger ale, then I'll have a bottle of water. But then I'll have like a sparkling water too. Because I'm like, you know, maybe I should like drink more sparkling water. Then I'll have like a bag of chips for later. But then I'll have gummies. Right, and then I have like an extra snack in, and then because I, I, I was just outside smoking, so I touched my my J right here, and I got the lighter right here, and then I was holding my keys, and it was really bright out, so I had my sunglasses tucked in here, and I just could not go back downstairs for any reason. I had to take all of that. You you said you, oh you had all of that. But I'm going to hook you up because I'm going to send you a link. I saw on Amazon, there's a little clip, that a ring clip that you can have. You can hold the cigarette there as you hold all your other things. That's the one thing I can't help you with out of all of those. <laughs> the, the one thing. <laughs> the one thing. <laughs> the one thing. Okay, for you. I'll hold your day for you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the one thing I knew was going to fall. That's the one thing that's pinched in more than you <laughs> Throw the whole thing up, and I got my phone in my mouth. Out of phone in my mouth, around my neck. She said that was the oh. one thing, Vic. The one thing she didn't need help with. <laughs> Damn it! That's, not, that's that's pinched in for real. That's, that's the reason it's all started because I just wouldn't bother letting go of that. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm done with it. I'm not, I don't care anymore. Clearly, I don't care. Yeah, you're over it. <laughs> I know you went right back outside too after that. You were like, man, that's all I got left. Man, you know, I got this none of See, that's why <laughs> I should stay out there and finish smoking. Because see, taking back in is why all of this happened. Now, see, if I'd have just stayed out there and finished smoking, then none of this would have. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Thanks. Hindsight, bro, it's crazy. Oh, <laughs> Do you um? Twenty twenty hindsight. Yeah, for twenty twenty. That's so funny, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, so you play rugby, capoeira. Do you have favorite sports teams? Like, what are your favorite sports? What are your favorite teams? I don't, I feel like I don't consume, I, the world of sports feels so vast. I feel so left behind by the big world of sports. I kind of, I'm looking very casually and I'm like, oh, this is, I mean, I got love for like DC teams, you know, but that's just kind of the hometown in me. I kind of want to. I hear they're scripted anyways, so it's fine. <laughs> it's just yeah. scripted. <laughs> no, don't follow them shit. Hashtag DC boxing? I don't know. <laughs> You'd be surprised. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> something, something. Right. Boxing. When I want to come back to wrestling a little bit, what, in your opinion, and, and I feel like I'm going to love this answer because you talked a lot about psychology. So, in your opinion, what's more important, the face or the heel? Well, see, that's the thing. They're carrying such an equal load, though. More equal than, like, I think people are even thinking about. Uh, because the whole point is the fans are supposed to have a cheering reaction in general, right? They're supposed to like what's happened. So in order for that to happen, there's, at the very base of it, there's a good and a bad, yeah? So... 
I'm going to cheer for the good guy and I'm going to be upset with the bad guy. That's the reason why the bad guy is doing any of this in the first place. You know what I mean? There's a reason why he's upset in the first place. And that whole reason is because of psychology. You know, if it were me, it would be that I am a technically sound wrestler. And a lot of times my opponents get frustrated by that. So they try to do little things to get in my head. They'll try to like, they'll try to cheat. And me, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I don't do that. You know, I play things very by the book. I'm very, I'm extremely sportsmanlike, you know. So I, that just throws me off that my opponents cheat sometimes, you know. So, I mean, I do what I can to try to work up from that. And the crowd is happy that I'm doing what I can to work up from that. But then they just cheat again. And then they get frustrated again. You know what I mean? So it's like everything that we're doing is tied into how we want, you know, them to feel. It's why we're doing anything. For all of that, we just go out and just, I guess, kick each other around a little bit and just (laughs) kind of do whatever we want and just maybe jump off some stuff and do a couple of these and a couple of those and nothing makes any sense. Too many dives, right? Too many dives. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I what I I I consider what the big picture is, and the big picture is if I want to be cheated, there's certain things that I just that I'm to do to be cheered, and if someone wants to be booed, there's certain things that they have to do to be booed. So I think psychology is important because honestly, it's like it's. It's why the luchador is, you know, doing things the way that he's doing, you know, and that's why the brawler is doing those things the way they do. That's why the powerhouse does things the way they do. That's why the technician does things the way they do. Yeah. So So what's what's your favorite role to play? I I keep things very straight laced. You know, I don't cheat. I keep it pretty chill. You know, um, I understand that I have until five, but I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt to my opponent um, until they show me that they're not worth that anymore. Then I usually become more aggressive. So and you're like, sit the fuck down, bam! Get your you know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> in my head. <laughs> You know, sometimes the curses just slip out, it's, you know, and I'm just like, what? My bad. Yo, people like that. Yo, people... <laughs> people like that. Even kids, they're like, yeah, all right. You forgot the whole attitude era was that. It was one big kids curse love it the best. Thing. They love it the oh, most. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Um, do you have any like pre-show rituals? Anything that kind of gets you in the in the headspace? In the zone? In the zone. Uh, a lot of stretching. The stretching has to happen. Um just kind of sitting with myself and just it's it's really mental prep a lot of the time. Um I'm very introverted and I pretty much keep myself. I I would call myself shy sometimes. I guess until I get like super comfortable with you, but you know what I mean? How like, you know, just pretty reserved overall. And uh, going out to music that I picked, wearing something that I picked, you know, 
to a place that hired me to work this event. That's like a, that's, and it'll be filmed and people are watching. And now I'm in a position where people really care about what I'm doing. So lots of people are watching. And so that's very like, there's a lot that comes with that, you know? So I like to, to mentally get myself prepared to do that. So I spend a lot of time just kind of sitting with myself, just doing little vibe checks, making sure I'm cool. You know, I don't really like listen to music or anything like that. Um, it's, it's really just me and kind of my own thoughts. I just kind of, I usually bring like my little yoga mat with me and I'll just sit out and just nice quiet place. Yeah, pick a corner and just sit, chill. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Trace, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. What are some last words you want to leave the fans with? What do you want to let them know about Trisha Dora? Oh, (laughs) well, uh, I'm really appreciative, you know for y'all like reaching out, you know, and being patient with my schedule and things like that. I am very appreciative. So uh, thank you all so much. I had a really good time. This was probably the most fun I've had on the podcast in a little bit. Uh, I'm happy to like, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to like laugh, you know, and feel like we're having a conversation sometimes. Uh, it doesn't always happen that way. So when it does, I'm really happy. So thank, thank you. you. I appreciate the, you know, I appreciate that. We try to um, we try amazing. to get people escape from the realities of this world and have a good time, you know. Kick back and we call it shooting the ish for a reason. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. For sure. I'm happy so, to anybody so, who's like, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> was, I was gonna say, tell them where they can find you. Like, go ahead. This is where you push everything. You tell them all the plugs right here. Yes. So uh, at Trishadora two o two. That's on IG and Twitter. And on Facebook, I have an athlete page, Around the Way Girl. And I also have a What a Maneuver page. I have merch now, so that's pretty awesome. I also have trading card and some updated 8x10s for sale. And you can usually DM me on Instagram as far as like 8x10s and trading cards. Um, I'll set it up to where every couple of days I'll repost about it. So it'll kind of be freshened up. Because it kind of like bottlenecked for a little bit. So I'll be able to take care of all these orders. So keep them coming. I'm taking care of orders now. So <laughs> updated eight trading cards. Trish Adora 202. Lots of fun stuff coming up. So right. Trish got you with all the merch. Everybody just needs to shut the fuck down. All right, well, it's coming. All right. Thanks so much, Trish. Appreciate you. Whenever you're in town, we're going to try to catch your shows. We're in Jersey area, so if ever you're around, your first round's on us, man. We can't wait to see one of your shows. First round, first J. Yeah, all of that. All of that. That's a good bet. Okay, that's a good bet. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing y'all at some point or just let me know the links and I'll put them out, okay? Absolutely, Trish. Thank you for your time, man. We really appreciate it. You have a good night. For sure, for sure. Y'all too.